G'day punters, welcome to Victims of the Punt, Mark Roden, myself and Pistol Hacho, Pete Anthonis, uh, here to preview the exciting meeting at the Gong, where a notable local celebrity will come out with a big um, <laughs> device to smack the Gong to announce that the race is about to be run. Uh, we come to, to this meeting off the back of a juicy and I'd actually say a pretty fat and good meeting at Newcastle, which is probably uh, New South Wales' number one track these days. Um, let's look back firstly to the Hunter and to Newcastle. Uh, Mark Roden from readybet.com.au. Download the app, gamble responsibly. How'd you find Newcastle and the Hunter? Um, mixed bag for me personally. The Hunter, well, the market got the Hunter right. They narrowed it down to Valana and in the Congo and they cleared out. And the others, they were superior. I thought I'd Braved myself up and thought it was a bit more even than that. But the two best horses cleared out and Bellana went, went to that new level. We knew we were pretty sure that he had him in him anyway. And he was very good in the Congo back to 1300, ran well also. I had a bit of luck earlier in the day when I um, heard that Kay McAvoy wasn't riding and Jay McDonald was replacing him on a horse called Floating in the Midway and took a little bit of the $10. Started four eighty and won by about six, which was uh, pleasant. Doesn't happen all the time, but yes, just pay attention to those weight jockey changes. And also, um, those of you out there who follow along at Koch and Soda on Twitter, uh, get in touch. Mark said the first person or the best message he receives on Twitter tonight will get a ready bet hoodie. Do you want to just jump up and show? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready bet yeah, hoodie. I'm not. If I saw someone who didn't work for a bookmaker getting around in bookie merch, I'd, that's a bit. Check his hard drives, isn't it? That's not. Uh, <laughs> Let's not go there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, uh, just back onto Twitter, if you go onto the oh. Clutch and Soda uh, tag, you'll see that he operated uh, the midweek masterclass with what I thought was fine, but he was very, very upset, punters, about the way his his hair was represented. That looks like it's fresh. It's been it's blow dried a little bit and a bit of product through it. Correct and correct, and but it wasn't. <laughs> I didn't mind, but I've been on SEN, you know, 250 times since you introduced me to Gareth a couple of years ago or a year ago, whenever it was, and never once has there been video on any of those clips. And I just copped on the Zoom yesterday. They wanted to do it on Zoom. It's no problem. You know, said my piece, tipped the winner. That was 3 into 240, whatever. Someone's been hanging out with Curly too long. But then, yeah, the video, I had a look at the clip after the races, and there's a video, and I hadn't done it. I'll know for next week. What a man. Hacho. How's Perth? It's very good. Uh, Christmas time, railway stakes coming up. Winter bottom next week looks outstanding. I think Valana, as you just mentioned, might be coming across mm. the possibly the winter bottom as well as the gold rush, which will be week four. We haven't had four weeks of the uh, of the carnival previously, so a bit of extra spice this year. So it's been an inauspicious start. Uh, hopefully the track plays well. There's a bit of rain outside at the moment, so hopefully that means they leave the taps off over the next 48 hours and Ascot plays perfectly on Saturday. But mm. uh, my mail, my mail is you've hired a personal trainer, and I believe that might be linked to a couple of riders who are headed west to the carnival. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, no need to hire a personal trainer. Just find yourself a good gym and, and motivate yourself. The only person who can do this stuff is uh, is you. And by you, I'm referring to you and the second person, um, which is me. Uh, which riders are headed over to the carnival? Are any? I believe Damien Oliver's coming across at some point. He might be riding in the he's riding. He's riding at Ballarat on Saturday. 
Yep, so he won't be there this week. Baron Devorster, the, the world's biggest, biggest shins. Shins in racing. He is riding for Tony McAvoy this weekend, and uh, Lockie Nindorf is riding for Ironclad in the railway. So there's a couple of interstaters, but there's likely to be a few extras, I'm sure, joining the party over the next few weeks. So much cash. Yeah, well, I've just got an idea for that race. Um, anything else we should sort of recap, catch up on? All right, let's talk right. about readybet.com.au, download the app, gamble responsibly. So many phenomenal promos that we can't talk about, but if you're an account holder and part of the team there, you do get to access them in good time. Uh, what's on this week uh, uh, and anything else of interest at readybet.com.au, download the app, gamble uh, responsibly. Gamble responsibly, as always. There's stuff every day. It's uh, There was a big NBA one yesterday, which, uh, yeah, well, uh, it was a one by the sound of that. It did well. It was, a, it was a double, and it picked by a total of two and a half points over two games. It was that exciting, and, and we're betting well over the odds. For uh, how much NBA yeah. did you watch in the last like year and a half? Well, forty-four years and a half. Uh, on not much. Uh, how not, much are you watching yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, watched the last quarter of the San Antonio game. That was uh, yeah. It was it was and it was just it was all about the the, the margin. Nothing nothing to do with the result. And then a half a point in that game and no no joy. But there's stuff like that every day. Uh, really good stuff. A variety of sports. Got the World Cup starting next week as well. So we'll be pumping some uh, some stuff into that as well. But racing every day and sports quite a lot as well. Good stuff. It's exciting. Um, yeah, we talk mailbag, bloodstock. Well, I don't know if you're aware, Peter, but I spent a fair bit of money today with Shane. <laughs> uh, almost a quarter of a million oh. on a Zappabeel filly. Who's a three-quarter sister to Brambles? Who's a Group One winner? Queensland Derby uh, placed in the Caulfield Cup. Uh, just beautiful little filly. We use Tom Wilson's Racing Squared uh, pedigree analysis and biomechanical analysis um, throughout the sale. We also bought a done deal gelding. Um, they both head to Jesus, Gavin, Bedgood. Uh, if you're interested. Which I've already had a lot of interest, thank God. Um, contact Jono, J O N O, at the mailbag.com.au. Uh, but again, re- really happy with what we bought, bit of money, but that's sort of what, that's just what they're worth now. Um, the Philly certainly has some residual value, and the, the done deal was like a, a top, top 10 walkers at the sale on his analysis and was a top 20 um, breeze up time at the sale. So, um, I think we've done pretty well. Time will tell. But uh, if you're interested, Jono at the mailbag.com.au. Now on to Kembla. Firstly, I was on this morning with G Hall, SEN. Talking about G Hall a little bit here, aren't we? Um, mm. I asked him, I said, mate, you got one job. Like, you're, you're the journalist here. Who's smacking the gong? He didn't know. Do you guys know who's smacking the gong? I don't. And I'd, if I was speaking to Gareth, I'd ask him which local Chinese restaurant are they borrowing the gong from this year, too? That would be funny. Yeah. Very important. Hopefully, it's the Veronicas or something like that. You know, a bit of double gong action. <laughs> oh, damn, Peter. We don't want to have to edit this show. Um, maybe they might fly, fly some drones into the thing. Um, what's the weather look like, Mark Roden, for this uh, big meeting, this big Saturday Metro meeting at the Gong? Uh, well, you Kimber know, Grange, for those playing at home, called the Gong. Uh, Wollongong, beautiful one day, perfect the next, good for rail through, all sweet in the Gong for Saturday, the big day. Pistol, what does that mean, pattern-wise, baby? No idea, but uh, from the data I've looked at, it looks 
pretty even for the most part. So do your speed maps, get them right, and you should be picking the horses in the right position as a result. Yep. Mark no, right. conceptions here. Just, I'm back in the true fair-ish. Uh, the last couple of times in the true on, you know, soft five or better, it's been pretty fair. Nothing wrong with on pace, uh, but can make ground. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Righto, race seven, the Warra, 1,000-metre sprint. Um, the Meredith Bet Mark Malkovich three seventy, Bruckner seven fifty, Athelric eight dollars, uh, six fifty, Dragonstone eleven dollars, a very fine red, fifteen bucks, Remlach Joy thirteen dollars, one G one Diva. I almost nailed it a whole. Yeah. Uh, longer the rest, Mark. Are you taking on any cuddling any here? Um, pretty similar. I don't think we're actually sticking our neck out on anything. Um. I am a couple of roughies. Of the two blue roughies, FL Rick and Callas, I'm a little bit under the rest of the market. So. We're going to look at a replay now of Malkovich, who is run down late by Clemenceau. Over 1,100 metres on Big Dance Day or Melbourne Cup Day. Yeah, and Malkovich, the leader there. Malkovich leading. And this was 1,100 at Randwick up the rise, too, getting driven mad by a good old space boy in front. They've gone very hard here. Clemenceau uh, at Ready Bet, we stood for a stack, and he just had the perfect run in behind them with 50 kilos on his back and came off. Space boy's back, sling trotted past poor old Malkovich, who got tired in the last 100. Still a very good run, I thought. There's, you know, Dragonstone sort of running on in the fifth as well, but uh, out of that race, I'd have to be with uh, Malkovich. Malkovich was coming a thousand meter Moya, um, where he he was absolutely slaughtered by Rachel King there, mm. um, up to eleven hundred. Now back to a thousand of the Warra. The next replay replay number two, um, it's the horse on the comeback trail, Bruckner. This is its trial at Hawkesbury. Uh, this horse almost won uh, a Coolmore. Started almost almost started a hundreds that day, but did almost win it. Where is he? Outside lead three wide here. Yeah, he's in the Aquas Palace, is he not? Uh, yeah, yep. going to the front now, three or four wide. Um, yeah, look, all I can glean from this trial is he's going okay. He's done this pretty stylishly. He's beaten, like, JoJo was a man who's like a 14 plus sort of horse, um, not really a speed machine, and it's only a 760-metre trial, and he ran second to him. But, look, he moved nicely here. He wasn't asked to do much, and he accounted for them pretty comfortably. I mean, you're, you're probably even more of a trial watcher than me. What do you make of that? The last 100's nice, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit of elbow movement just to make sure he's trying. Um, he's a potentially an extremely valuable horse. He's still an entire by Snitzel. God, imagine if they had won the Coolmore. Um, I'd say it's a really, really exciting preparation for this horse. This is sort of be chips in stuff from Stable and its owners, Peter. Yeah, I just thought it uh, had a bit of a setup as well, just given the, the trial. They obviously look like they've earmarked this race. It's one fresh Previously at the, at the track, that was over 1,200 from memory. But uh, look, uh, over 1,000, I don't think it's going to cause too many concerns. And there's not a huge amount of speed in this race either. I've got Malkovich finding the front. I think our thrill work will basically just take a sit. So Brookner just settles outside the outside of the uh, the lead there in Malkovich. And, you know, unless like Juan Diva or Remlat's Gem or something like that yeah. gets really excited, I think that's pretty pretty much it. Remlat's Gem's the one that could even lead the whole race. He, he's a... A very fast horse leads over nine hundred a lot. Um, but something happened up in Queensland last night. I think he missed the start. He was he settled midfield or worse last time, but he uh, he generally leads. Um, that was the sort of thing worrying me about Melkovich. If Ramaps Gem got out, outside him, I think the others will be happy to trail those two. Yeah, he's an interesting horse, Brock. And I like he, he won his maiden there, Peter. That was his maiden. Then he went to Caulfield, won. Mm. Um, then he went to Danehill Stakes, got beaten by Cala. Like 
Uh, it's just a he, he beat Artorias at Caulfield. He started three dollars fifty in the Black Opal on debut, so there's obviously like an opinion on him the whole way through. Um, he's a fascinating oh, horse. Artorias over the <laughs> Mark. What are your thoughts this race? Um, we'll run through the top five with, while we're doing it. Yeah, I've, I've um, ended up with Melkovich on top, but I not not a bet at the price. As I said, look, Athelric and Kalos. Um, Athelric, I think, wants it, wants it softer, but it's just beautifully weighted and beautifully mapped uh, here. It's got a claim for good old uh, Zach Lloyd, who's riding 20 winners in New South Wales. And as uh, Pete mentioned, we'll just get the trail off him. Um, yeah, to, to get really excited about him, I would want it wetter, but um, I think he's going to get every chance. And Kalos on get this SP profile from whatever that race was down the straight when he was coming down the outside. 450 in that race. You've yeah. taken all my all my gear off me. My research yeah. I did. Um, hey, Kalos started a third of the price of um Bruckner in the Coolmore. Oh there you go. I hadn't gone back for twelve months to pick that up, but thank you. We'll add that um, throw that in the into the bag as well. well. Let me let me make sure I'm right there. So Coolmore started stakes, Kalos started fifteen dollars yeah. and Bruckner started eighty one dollars. So it's almost the sixth, the fifth, the sixth of the cross. So, yeah. Um, a lot. Yeah, and a good horse on his day, Carlos, and a fast run 1,000 uh, suits him. He went up Warwick Farm before, three starts back before going to Melbourne, back to Sydney Way, fast run 1,000. I don't think he should be $21 in places. I, I think that's too big. I'll be Take off, our King on. Sorry? Our King. Oh, got to take the odds to something at that price range. Mm-hmm. I'm He's an interesting horse, Carlos. Say, hey, Pete, like he, he's one that sort of always looks a bet on the way we work. Um, work as you start the process of refining the the, the, the rating and the price. Yeah, I, I've backed him a, a couple of times so far. This preparation, I just didn't necessarily love the the map here. I was wanting to find things that just drew a bit bit more forward. Um, I suspect mm-hmm. they probably ride him worse than midfield. So I was happy to just like try and. Work around him. I ended up going with uh, with Brookner on top, just with the, the speculation there. Uh, nice map, obviously one first up at the at the track last preparation, so it just looks like he's on track. Yeah, on the lead was the horse that I thought was a, a really big price, drawn soft there from gate one. Just did some nice things there and has won at the track previously as well. Uh, Malkovich in for third, and then look, Key Largo, Dwan Diva. They if they get the right run, they can possibly be thereabouts as well. So. Just a couple of bets there around the, the favourite, not laying Malkovich by any stretch, but just happy to have a few small bets in the race. I thought that Malkovich is going to be extremely hard to beat up on speed and, and truly hope uh, he is taken on. I think if he's gifted the lead, he just won't stop. I think the Moya form's good form for this. And then back to 1,000 metres is a big kick. Um, I, I think Bruckner is probably the most exciting horse run around on Saturday. Uh, he could have proper upside or he could just be a myth. Uh, we sort of find out. I think Barrier 12, the way he jumped out, he's going to roll forward. It's a perfect barrier um, for a Colt too. So if he's half slow or a bit plays up, he can still be put on the job. Um, I'm with Peter though. I'm not getting $230 for one. I, I wish I one. was. Um, <laughs> I think on the leads, like a, a real sneaky chance to run a big race. It's going to get a really nice suck run behind the speed. Um, positive jockey switch. I think it's a big player. I thought American President and Key Largo were also two uh, juicier horses with some claims, if you want to put them into sort of exotics or something like that. I, I thought they could both run decent races, particularly American President is just going to get a soft run. Yep. Just worse in midfield. You both become weight drop disciples on the lead from 60 down to 54 or something. That would have pushed you over the edge, was it? Wasn't aware of that. <laughs> <Were> you, <Peter? laughs> uh, 
Negative. <laughs> <laughs> Righto. Let's head to race eight, the gong, over a mile. Uh, ready bet, Mark, please, Mark Roden. Yeah, okay. Uh, right, those under 20s, we've got three promise of success at 15, four rustic steel, 850. Six surf dancer, 17, down to eight. The favourite, Old Flame, at $6. Uh, nine Skylab, 21. 11, Oscar Zulu, the Golden Cup winner at 13. Number 12, Hope in Your Heart, the local at $7. 13, Brutality, 7.50. 14, Purple Sector, 13. 15, Love Cap, 20. 16, Riadini, back from top class weight for age race at 9.50. And a couple of emergencies, Steely and Kiss Summer around the 19 to 20 mark, but unlikely to get a run. Peter, thoughts on the speed map? I've got, uh, look, Riodini didn't lead last start, but gets Tim Clark here and steps up in distance. I thought Eaton Surf Dance, the two stable mates, would be the two to try and basically lead this event. I think the rest of them just basically fold in behind them. Uh, Purple Sector, Colding, probably sit next with Rustic Steel, just given their inside draws. Not sure what they do with horses like Oscar Zulu, Kerwin's Lane, Love Tap, Just Folk. Yeah, they'll have to make a decision early because otherwise they're going to get stuck through wide and cast. So I thought uh, Riodini found itself in a good spot here. There's Riedini in the Nature Ship Stakes getting gapped. Well, he's not getting gapped not in really. the last 50. He, he, he yeah. takes around off a few nice horses there in the last 50. He was just getting warm at the end of the yep. 1,300 there. Uh, yeah, he made me look bad there. As I said, gapped, so it came again. But Private Eye <laughs> put a hole in him. Private Eye, one of the most exciting horses in the country. So it's a pretty strong form reference, you'd think. Uh, Mark Rota, the next replay we're going to look at is Old Flame winning the Lithgow. I think it's the Lithgow Stakes at Flemington. Yep. Yeah, strong win this. Um, and he was off the back of this when they were putting um, all in markets up on this field, uh, on this race. He was clear favourite around the shortest four dollars. Uh, he's come up with barrier nineteen before scratchings, and he is now out for six dollars. But there was nothing wrong with this win, was there? Um, is that Poland? He's going past. Uh, he can run a race on a stay. Big gap for third. Yeah. Um, what price do you think he starts? Uh, look, depending on how the track's playing, if they start winning down the middle, you know, the defence is off or something, which I don't expect. But if that happened, he could shorten. But as it stands, where he's going to have to be, have a bit of luck to get a good run from 19, you'd think, I can't see him shortening. The third horse there was Ironclad, who was a pretty, I think it was a pretty good run uh, in the Cranbourne Cup. And it's going to be, I think Peter's going to tell you, competitive on Saturday in a very good race in mm. Perth, Pete. Yeah, yeah, would have thought so. Would have thought he's one of the leading contenders just based on his likely speed map. So uh, yeah, it's not a it's not a bad little race that old flame is coming through. Mark Roden, run us through your top five for the gong. Time honoured. Yeah, Mark, top five. Uh, hope in your heart. This horse is airborne. Won the Yanks Stakes uh, against her own sex two starts ago. She did run two or three in a row before that too. Just really going through the grades this time in. Then has come out and run fourth in the $10 million Golden Eagle behind I Wish I Win. Um, there is nothing wrong with that form at all. As I said, on her home track. Um, drawn middle that's, game. That's, that's, a, that's as strong as any form. I think so, yeah. And I think she, she gets an okay run from uh, 12 or 13 midfield somewhere. Uh, like what what price would I Wish I Win start if it went back in time now to like a, the Grouse 600 metre race at Flemington? Uh, right in it. Oh, question without notice. What one? Yeah, that's, um, that's seriously takes it. I think well, it started, he started shorter it. than alligator by the two rack, so yeah, can't be that long, can it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yes, hoping your heart is on top. 
uh, on her home track in exceptional form. And, uh, yeah, 750s backable, I think. Old Flame saw that win. Very good win at Flemington last start. The barrier is the worry. Rustic Steel, inaugural inaugural big dance winner at uh, Randwick. Uh, you know, it was a pretty high-rating race on my figures, beating um, Cisco Bay, who's is he flying as well? Um, look, I think they – I know this is a big race as well, but I think he was really primed for that $2 million race and where it now may be an afterthought territory, but if he reproduces that, he can win for sure. Oscar Zulu uh, will be up on the speed. Good win in the Golden Cup last start, has a chance. Brutality, um, well, probably wants it wetter. I gave it – I was trying to give it a chance in the Hunter last week. It didn't really do much, but it's up to a mile, which is – I suppose his best trip, and he's got the old the old Joe Pride blinkers back on, which used to be a bit of a signal out of that camp that uh, today's the day. Um, the Golden Cup form's not too bad. Cole Crusher or something came out of that mm, and, and yeah, beat one ha-ha falls last week, which I think yeah. you can sort of stamp positively yeah. until until you prove otherwise. Nothing wrong with that. I, I would just say in brutality, I couldn't get uh, as short as 750, but just that old Joe Pride blinkers on Earl. Uh, which is going to give him some sort of chance. And my top five is I'm with Old Flame. I'm trusting my eye. Um, he was very well back to knock off. Um, oh, Surf Dancer. Surf Dancer beat him, but there was a lot of steam for Old Flame. There was steam for Old Flame at Caulfield when Jay Carr got flushed out the back of the surf, and there was solid steam and just a big gutsy win at Flemington. I think the horse is airborne and there's a big opinion of it. Um, I think you just get a better price because of the gate. This is, you know, Back end of a long day. Who knows how the track's racing? Trust the best horse. Rustic Steel's airborne, completely airborne, and it's going to get a really good run. Riadini for the for the um, same reasons the boys mentioned. I don't know what the market will do with it. I'd be fascinated to see what the market does with it. Comes out of a really strong race, and I thought the two best roughies in the race were Kerwin's Lane. Uh, I just think John O'Shea's airborne can sort of get him to improve out of nowhere, and Just Folk is a very decent horse. The wetter, the better. But a good horse with good Melbourne form, a tricky barrier, and just God bless it for going here and not going to the Kilmore Cup on Sunday. I just think they're about oh yeah, uh, I just think they're at five track conditions away from his what he wants. Just spoke. I think he'd rather a nine than a four. Yeah, that's fair. But he's still a decent horse. Um, yeah, and Melbourne form stood up all through the Sydney Carnival. True. Uh, Briardini on top for me. Just think the horse can map more forward here, and I've been impressed with the splits it's been running when settling rearward in the first two starts this prep. Rustic Steel maps well, running good enough figures. Form looks pretty decent. Oscar Zulu, if it finds a spot early, that has claims. Promise of success is just running good splits. And Love Tap is one at a much bigger price, drawn horribly, but I don't mind the form and the strength of the races overall in terms of the ratings that they've been running of late. So that Left horse, our old flame, just completely off the list. Can't have more. Can't have more. And at the price. Yeah. Can I just ask a quick trivia question before we go? Riadini's, I think, been in the country two and a half years in Australia. Guess how many races he's won in Australia? One. Zero. Zero. Correct. Still always been. First time for everything. Yeah. <laughs> he has run second to very elegant and horses like that. But, yeah, he, did, but, uh, yeah. he never won. Well, Saturday might be the day. He might get sort of switched on by the, the gong getting smashed. Every race. <laughs> yeah, that's Might take him back. <laughs> um, best and value bets, please, lads, to finish off the show. Mark, your best. Uh, Belle Rouge, absolutely given no chance behind short shorts at Rose Hill last start. Uh, bit D-day-ish, I think. It's like the, the market and 
everyone, I think, will be getting sick of her, but I think this is her chance. She, she's drawn a lot better. She should get a good run. And I think it's a winnable race for her. Half stake now, half stake later? Yeah. Equine. I'm with Nugget to win race nine. I thought he was a very good run at Flemington. I think a lot more was expected of him than, than what he did. Uh, I think he'll improve off it and be very, very hard to beat in race nine. Pistol? Yeah, I'm with Brock now. I just like the the price that we're getting given the, the setup for the horse. I, I quite like it. And Colette rides well for Mark Oosters. Mark Oosters, the cult. Uh, and our value bets for the weekend. You're with on the lead, Dico. I'm with Alice. Same race. We spoke about those horses at a bit of length already. Uh, Rob got in touch. He couldn't be on the show due to uh, commitments with, I believe, it's soccer. But um, he did get in touch to say that Alexo was his best value on the program in the um, benchmark 1,000-meter race, race four. Uh, the $13 at time of riding, but there's been a couple of scratchings, but it's still $9. It's very good. markets for Bird Oscars. Yeah. And, Pistol uh, with Rio Dini. Yes, indeed. Enjoyable show, guys. Don't forget, download the ReadyBet app today. Readybet.com.au. Gamble responsibly, but download the app and then gamble responsibly. And mailbagbloodstock.com.au. Just bought two really exciting two-year-olds. Head to Gavin Bedgegood. If you want to get involved or find out more, Jono at themailbag.com.au. Thank you, boys. Have a phenomenal weekend, guys. Hope you win. Bye for now.